0: What movie did we just watch, Amy?
1: We just watched Okja, which is a movie released on Netflix in 2017. I can't believe it was released in 2017, because it's pretty much been on our list, our Since Netflix list. Since it came out. <laughs> and hello, it's 2022, yeah, so... Yeah, five years later. Eventually you get to these things. <laughs> We've still got a lot of movies we need to watch.
0: Yeah. I had kind of been putting it off, because I wasn't sure I would like
1: it oh okay so okay. i i okay, went into that's...
0: it unsure um because i knew i mean when it came out obviously parasite didn't exist yet because so context directed by bong chun ho director of parasite and Snowpiercer and memories of murder and his only film we haven't watched yet i think is mother um and there may have been one before memories of murder I have to check the internet on that mm-hmm. one. Um, but this was the first big film we made after Snowpiercer, and I was unsure about it when it came out. I wasn't—I okay. okay. wasn't sure I was going to vibe with it. Um, so I have not pushed for it in particular. It's uh, been on the list a couple times, but it was never one that I was like super excited to watch. Okay. Um. But I figured it was worth watching. And I think it was worth watching. What did you think of it,
1: Amy? You put movies on the list that you're not excited about watching. I'm That's not be, what I'm I said. I'm going to be paranoid now. I'm going to pick the wrong movie. There's
0: no wrong movie on the list.
1: Okay. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, Kevin curates a list of five movies yeah i think yeah, they
0: should I know because we, 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 tell, we tell them you get a perk as a patron is i don't get, know uh, if
1: everybody listens to the part about the patreon at the end because it's the same every time so yeah I think people might just like
0: well just now they now they've learned in the it. beginning of the podcast there's a uh. list of usually five movies that we pick from
1: yeah.
0: and i pick the list and amy picks the movie and it's an effective system yes. i like the system
1: and if nothing on the list resonates with me, we make a new, a new list. list. Yeah, oh, thanks.
0: Because as we know, I can watch. I can. I can spend an afternoon scrolling through every option on every streaming service. Yes, it
1: so, does sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> sometimes does. I
0: gotta refresh. Like, okay, what is what's on Paramount Plus this month? Um. But that's very useful, because then I can go, well, I would watch that, I would watch that, I would watch that, and then I can present a list to Amy, so she doesn't have to pick from everything.
1: Yes. And it works well. Cuts down on both of our...
0: Yes. And if you support us on Patreon, I'm putting it in the middle of the show, the beginning of the show even, (laughs) uh, you get to see the list of movies we did not watch for any given podcast. Um, So what did you think of Oakjaw?
1: I enjoyed it. I... Don't know if I have a lot of comments about, like, the filming part of it, or the acting. I have, maybe have about, I have some comments. I have some comments. I have some comments, but I really enjoyed the story, mm-hmm. and warning, spoilers.
0: All the spoilers. So. We're spoiling everything. We're going everything. to
1: spoil it. If you don't want the spoilers, then turn this off, watch the movie. And come and back. And come back to listen to it. Um... I don't know if I have anything deeper I enjoyed it. Um it's not what I would call a feel good movie about no, it, a girl and her pet. It's it's not like a PG Disney no, movie.
0: Absolutely not.
1: Um it gets rather traumatic mm-hmm. and uh, a little disturbing.
0: Yeah. Well I like a lot of the other Bong Jun Ho movies we've watched, it is tonally all over the place.
1: Yes. Um, I mean it starts out in, in establishing the world of, of like the young girl who's been raising the super pig for ten years. There's there's the the backstory is there's a big there's American a <laughs> corporation that is putting forth this super pig that actually looks more like a hippo than yes. a pig. Um, it looks nothing like a pig. It looks nothing like a pig, but th- this is going to be like a sustainable, evolutionary to be eaten. Yeah, is right and they've stock. given it to twenty-six farmers across around the world to raise for ten years, and then they're going to come back and start slaughtering. It's the them. best one, and so she, her, her family, her grandfather is picked, and so she's grown up with this super pig, mm-hmm. and. The first like, fifteen twenty minutes is them traipsing around the woods. The mountains. Yeah, It's like their <laughs> daily routine, and they're having fun. They have a rapport. Yeah, it's a it's um, a very
0: you know child and animal story.
1: Yeah, the you know yeah they're super bonded. The super big saves her life mm-hmm. at one point. Um, and and in that way, it's totally like. A PG movie about a child and their pet. Yeah. that are going to have Adventure.
0: adventures. And then it's not that.
1: And then it's not <laughs> For
0: a significant portion of the film. The,
1: the tone changes.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, because the corporation comes and collects their pig. And then she wants to go rescue the giant super pig. And that leads to more... Darker material.
1: Well, and of course, the corporation is kind of bad. Yeah. They do not treat their animals well. They're lying to the public about genetic manipulation. Mm -hmm. Um, So, I'm sure in some ways it's also a commentary on industrial livestock farming and meat production.
0: I will say, as a commentary on that, it felt a lot less pointed than it, it, some of uh, some of the other commentary that Bong Joon Ho films have made, yes,
1: about like a lot of class commentary. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it it didn't feel as pointed or as like analogous to the real world.
0: Yeah, of... I I had to at one point say like I can't take this literally, mm-hmm. which is weird because I think that is something. I mean, okay, with like, Snowpiercer, it's all allegory. It's, oops, all allegory. But something like Parasite, or even The Host, like his kaiju monster movie, you can take at a very literal level, and the meaning is still strong, and it works. This one, the the there was, weirdly, too much unbelievability. Like, I was thinking about, like, the Super Pig as... a farm animal like as, okay, we're going to make this a livestock sort of thing. And even before it is revealed that they're all genetically modified and they're created in a lab. I was like of the opinion, like none of this is believable as sustainable. Like we know about sustainability of animals that smaller is better. Quicker growing is better. Like you, you're not going to have a an animal that you have to grow for 10 years before it's harvestable. Mm-hmm. The economics of that are bad, and the sustainability of that is bad. It requires a lot of food to raise something to that size mm-hmm. over that time. Um, and, of course, the lie is, well, they weren't. But even with that, it was, like, I I had a lot of suspension of disbelief to get over to buy into any of that part of the story.
1: That's... That's fair.
0: The story, mind you, of Mija and Okja was great. I have no problem yeah. about the the girl and her super pig story and sort of the adventure they go on. But the background world of it felt too cartoony. Too black and white. Which is weird, because I've never exactly you know, accused Bong Joon-ho of being subtle. Because <laughs> he's not.
1: Well, this is not subtle. No.
0: Um... But it also—it was not subtle, but it didn't feel pointed in a way that I found a little bit disappointing. Mm. Like nothing I saw in the slaughterhouse scenes was stuff that I don't already kind of just know about. Yeah, factory farming. Uh, yeah. And uh, corporate but, like, farming. The little
1: machine where they shoot—I the, know that they shoot bolts into the head to to kill livestock. livestock. Yeah. Um, but, like, the machine that then, like, tips them over onto... Mm-hmm. That was... That one was new. I don't know if the device that Jake Gyllenhaal's character used I think that's extract real. extract meat like, from a live yeah. animal. Yeah. That was disturbing. It was. I will me. give
0: you that. That was disturbing. Um,
1: I do remember when this film came out, you made a comment that a lot of people were saying, this film will want to make you a vegetarian. And I did feel that. Because... And, and I... After a day of watching between mm-hmm. watching it and recording this, I realize it's more because um well, factory farming is really hard to watch and it's yes. like ethically And I and it's a thing that I
0: still like I still um, struggle with and I think about when I'm, you know, in eating meat and things like that.
1: Yeah. Um Well I think that part of the big problem that I was having like feeling the vegetarian vibes, because this was her pet. Yes. And it wasn't a livestock Mm -hmm. animal. And when, you know, you have an attachment Mm -hmm. to the animal... That changes. No matter how ethically it's Mm -hmm. killed, then you're going to have, you know... Emotions. ...feelings. It's going to be very sad and heart-wrenching. And I think that that was playing into wanting to be... Mm-hmm. A vegetarian. Also, the the super pigs were cute. They were, um, and they were. They were designed C- to be CGI in them with uh, personalities mm-hmm. and quirks. Uh, not to say that like, cows and pigs are not also cute, but there 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 was there was emotionality anthropomorphizing yeah. through the the CGI. And I
0: I found that that manipulation to make them cuter and more anthropological, I found it to be manipulative, of course, but in a way that I think undercut the argument a little bit. Like, if the argument you're trying to make is one of, like, factory farming is bad, well, okay, but you've now created a a, a unique case to tell me that that doesn't necessarily map to the existing factory farming that we're doing, which is also pretty bad like i i don't have a lot of justification for the way that those are done so adding that additional layer of oh well it's because they're smart and cute that it's bad doesn't work for me for some reason i don't know i was struggling with it um because it didn't show me anything new and it didn't show me anything i know in a new light if that makes sense mm-hmm. um But it did make, well, it sort of made its point. Because then there's also the ALF, which were real weird.
1: Okay. Why were they... I mean, the ALF stands for the Animal Liberation Front. It's like a PETA, mm-hmm. borderline terrorist. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, if you have to introduce yourself, like were, we're not terrorists. You're
0: not that's, in a great spot <laughs> because
1: that's how they introduce themselves in, in the film. We're not terrorists. Yeah. Um.
0: But the movie, the movie was muddled in this to me in that it was making fun of the ALF. While also making fun of, like, the corporate farming politics mm-hmm. stuff. Like, it was hard for me to ever be on the ALF side either. Yes. Like, I didn't particularly care for any of them and their motivations. Well, I think you
1: were supposed to, because, um, you know, one, they they ask me, Ja, if it's okay to take her super pig and, oh, mm-hmm. Ja, um, and... and Put it back in the laboratory saying at this video. And she says no. Yeah. And the translator
0: lies lies,
1: and says, she says yes. So that doesn't make them look good. Even yeah. though they gave her the choice and they didn't realize that the translator was lying. Mm-hmm. Um, the Paul Dano character was pretty violent. Yes. Um, And I don't think that you're supposed to like him and feel a lot of respect for what they're doing and in the way yeah. that they kind of present the, the Paul Dano, who's kind of the uh, the leader, leader of, yeah. of this.
0: I will say, I recognized that was Paul Dano before he took off the
1: I, did too. <laughs> I did, too. I was too. going,
0: is that Paul Dano?
1: They don't know balaclava. Mm-hmm. And they took
0: it off and I was right, and I, was I felt like, good is, about it.
1: That is Paul Dano right
0: there. <laughs> yeah, um, I recognized most of the ALF. From various things, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously Stephen Young played K, the translator. Mm-hmm. he had been in a number of things. I've seen him in.
1: I don't know what I've seen him.
0: Um,
1: I think the guy from Umbrella Academy was in a...
0: Uh Not Umbrella Academy. No, I was
1: thinking something else. The One
0: Hundred. He was oh, Jasper. Oh, okay. I <laughs> think kind
1: of similar. They do. I
0: thought I thought it was the guy from Umbrella Academy but first, you and I checked, and it was There's Jasper. No,
1: it's Jasper from The One Hundred. Yeah.
0: Well and red has been in a few things that I've seen. So it was yeah, just so it like was Collins. Yeah. Oh. She was in Emily and Putty. Yes.
1: Yes. Um
0: he's I think Stephen Young's done voice acting and that's where I know him from, looking at his actual filmography. He was in Minari, um, a year or two ago, which is know a big what that deal. Is. Uh it was a film that it was up for Best Picture in twenty twenty. It's about a Korean American family. Um it got a, it got a bit of a big deal because it was an american production um, but significantly it was almost not significantly over half of it was in korean and because of that the golden globes put it in the best foreign language category
1: ooh
0: yeah ooh Ooh is right
1: yeah
0: it's like you no know, it's an american film
1: it's about an american family it's about
0: an american family it's just not in english um he was he had a a role in sorry to bother you uh he's in nope which is coming up Mm -hmm. yeah he's been oh he was glenn he was glenn in the walking dead that's where most people are going to know him from okay
1: never watched the walking dead i
0: watched the first season and then stopped but yes um so yeah he's he's a name um yeah the cast in this was One of those, like, oh, it's that person. Oh, it's that person. Like, Giancarlo Esposito just shows up. It's like, yeah, it's Giancarlo Esposito. Um, And not to mention, we haven't actually said her name, but Tilda Swinton is in this. And and like everything Tilda Swinton is in, perfect.
1: (laughs) She's different in... She's just one of those actors who is different in every role. Yeah, are not. It's not like Tom Cruise or Julia Roberts. Yeah, you, you're like you're watching.
0: You're watching Julia Roberts. Julia no, Roberts. you're watching whoever Tilda Swinton is being, and she is doing it perfectly. Yeah,
1: and here she gets to be two different. And
0: characters. she did both of them perfectly. And they
1: were very different. Yeah, and and she was and and I was just thinking about seeing her in *Memoria*. Yeah,
0: and very I, different character. I was very
1: different. <laughs> um, <laughs> for those who didn't listen to the memoria episode it's it's a good movie it's a good movie where nothing happens and for
0: a long time for
1: a long time (laughs) and it doesn't make sense but it's not supposed to make sense you're just supposed to experience the whole thing it's a real
0: good experience it's
1: good but um she's very low-key in memoria yeah
0: she's not low-key in this (laughs) But in a good way, in a fun way. She was in Snowpiercer too. I remember that. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: This was not their first time working together, no. but. Um, and then there was Jake Gyllenhaal. What did you think of Jake Gyllenhaal?
1: Well, as I said before the podcast began, I was I was trying to remember who he played in the John Mulaney in the Sack Lunch Bunch. bunch. Yes. Um, and it was Mr. Music, and this had Mr. Music vibes to me. Absolutely. Um. It's, Kind of like very larger than life character very goofy mm-hmm. um I and
0: also like a hint of desperation yes
1: <laughs> like right on the edge of breakdown yeah um and it's nice to see jake dylan hall in those kind of roles because so often it's like very serious yes like nightcrawler yeah
0: or drive was he in drive
1: was um, that someone else? I don't know what drive is. Okay. Wasn't he in the ambulance one? The Michael Bay. Yeah, I think he was in that, that one. Yeah, that just came out. Yeah.
0: but no, Jackie John Hall was playing it to the to the teeth, to the nines, to the walls. I don't know. He was playing it real hard.
1: He was. I and I. He is he is a like a celebrity veterinarian. Yeah, like, you know, shades of, of like
0: Steve Irwin. Um. But like covered in flop sweat.
1: <laughs> um, I'm, yeah, he was in the ambulance. Okay. Um, in the yeah, 2022. hmm Like very serious.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, Brokeback Mountain. Yeah. Like very serious roles. And so when he switches from 180 mm-hmm. to these comedic characters.
0: Yeah. Now we haven't seen Nightcrawler. But I suspect there's some of this character in his Nightcrawler Uh, character, but it's played for serious rather than comedy. Yes. I think it's the same vibe. I get a very similar vibe from both of them. Yeah. Um, Oh, I just remember the one I was thinking of. uh, Zodiac. He was in Zodiac and he was real good in that. Um, But I, I loved him in this movie. Yeah. I read some reviews afterwards and apparently it was very divisive.
1: Ah.
0: Uh, um, some people were like he was too over the top, he didn't fit everything, he was out of place.
1: I enjoyed it. I was totally on board.
0: I thought it was perfect. I think he he did fit the tone of the movie, su so, such that the movie has a tone, which arguably it has seven tones, and that shouldn't work. <laughs> but it, it does. does. Because that's that is like Bong's whole thing, is being able to smash together these wild tonal shifts mm-hmm. in a way that they all work when they're supposed to. Yes. And uh, you're not
1: like, this movie didn't have a... This, this was, was all, all over, over the, the place. place. Yeah.
0: No. But this movie was all over the place, and it works.
1: Yes. It didn't take you out when we no. switched tones.
0: Which... Is is a certain level... I was trying to think of how to describe it when we were watching it. It's, it is... Almost gives everything a stronger sense of, like, truth. Because in the quote-unquote real world, tragedy and comedy do happen all next to each mm-hmm. other and mixed in and in ways that don't always tonally fit. But the fact that you can go from this cute girl playing with her giant super pig to factory farming and everything in between works really well because that's real like we do have these multitudes of of what we would call tone in the real world mm-hmm. um we're just not used to it in our films in a certain way i don't know maybe, maybe i'm stretching there but
1: you're find, trying to find the meaning not a even trying to find the
0: not trying to find a larger meaning but like I think he, as a director, treats all of these moments and shifts with that same sense of reality in a way that makes the movie also believe that they're all real. It's not um, stepping outside of the movie. There's not like one right tone and we switch into something else that's outside of that. Both of those exist simultaneously in this world. And I think that works really well.
1: Well, it's kind of, uh... In a different way. Mm-hmm. The way we think about animals and humanize animals. Yeah. I find them really cute and turn away from... Mm-hmm. Like, the fact... Again, the factory farming is bad. It's, like, a lot of ethical things happening there. Yes. Does it stop... It bothers me, but it doesn't stop me from mm-hmm. from eating mm-hmm. meat. But I'm also disturbed by when we ethically kill animals, too. Mm-hmm. You know the the cuteness of, yeah. of going from and humanizing yeah. animals to to killing them and, yeah. and eating them. Well,
0: and I mean the the thing with my limited understanding of the bolt gun mm-hmm. that we use to kill large animals is that is the most humane way to kill them. Yeah, so it's it's this sort of tricky thing of like it is it's the reduction in suffering. It's literally the least amount of pain we can cause them to kill them. But it's still uncomfortable to a certain extent. And I don't have an answer to that. And neither does this movie.
1: <laughs> well, and you might save one animal. Like, they mm-hmm. save Okja. Yes. um, By buying yeah. her for um, a fair amount of money. But and, and that, you know, you might pardon an animal because you, you have an attachment mm-hmm. to it. But it isn't... Um, Happening to the the rest of the animals.
0: Yeah, the Charlotte's Web sort of thing. That family didn't stop slaughtering pigs because one pig had a, a spider writing cool words in its web.
1: Right, or you get the children's movie like Babe, which yeah. I haven't seen Babe in a long time. I haven't either. They they weren't raising Babe for
0: to be a, a show to, pig,
1: to be a show, like a,
0: a, a cow pig. Um, cattle herd herd you don't
1: keep pigs the way you can keep like some other animals to clean up stuff around yeah. the farm like you're mm-hmm. raising pigs to, to slaughter them yeah. I
0: do eventually. know of people raising pigs as pets which well is, yeah.
1: yes yes um, then I saw recently online a photo at a state fair of a guy with his cow and they'd fallen asleep together and it was oh. so cute oh. And like when that happens you can't imagine Yeah. Eventually well, it looked someone, like a dairy cow, so there probably wasn't probably, gonna I'm be slaughtering me, me, but. involved. But.
0: Yeah, I knew someone who um was in four H in high school and they raised animals, they raised rabbits and they were like, Yeah, I know like I sell them when they're raised for food, but mm-hmm. I can't eat them myself. Yeah. And it's that weird difficult juxtaposition that I think this movie is struggling with and does not come to a conclusion in the same way that we as a society have not really come to a conclusion on it. No. Um, obviously, a lot of individuals have made their decisions and and have gone vegetarian or vegan for, for those reasons or others. Um, but as as a culture, we have not ever really reckoned with that.
1: did not you say at the end of, like, The Good Place... Um, the entire writer's room had gone like vegetarian yes um after I remember researching that. Yeah. all of like the moral philosophies yes. that they used in the good place mm-hmm.
0: i believe i had read that i don't know how long they stayed vegetarian i know or how true <laughs> or how true it was i didn't i did see on the wikipedia page for okja uh that bong Joon-ho and at least one other person um went at least temporarily vegan um after visiting a slaughterhouse for research, mm-hmm. which I have absolutely heard of happening. Yes. Like I have, I have heard multiple stories of people who visit these places and have to confront it firsthand and choose to stop yeah. at least temporarily because we've also set up a society and the movie is kind of about this the movie's about a lot of things. We've set up a society that allows us to hide that mm-hmm. and to move away from it and to ignore it to as much as, as much as we can because it is uncomfortable and we don't want to deal with it, and we like cheeseburgers.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: We being me, I like cheeseburgers.
1: Yeah, but now you have an Impossible Burger, which like is very similar. To, yeah, no, I
0: would, I would be fine with replacing all of the beef production with Impossible Burger production. Yeah. I morally, that's I'm fine with that.
1: <laughs> they did good at creating a meat substitute in the lab.
0: Yeah. Which I'm I'm down with.
1: But I, I don't think ultimately Oakjaw is a film about factory farming. I like think it's a film about many things, but it's not like a film about the horrors of mm-hmm. factory.
0: I think farming. that's the easiest thing to take away from it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I think, I mean, big surprise, Bong Joon-ho has opinions about capitalism. Um, I think one of the most telling moments in the film is the sort of climax when Mija offers the solid gold pig in exchange for Mm Okcha, And the CEO, who has been shown to be sort of this ruthless, not evil, but evil, capitalist capitalist person, is like, okay, fine. That's all she cared about. And I think that is the most pointed critique in the entire movie, is that moment Of It's not that the people who are doing this are inherently, like, pro-slaughtering animals. They just money. care about the money. And this is how they're going to Which go about getting it. Which is why they
1: created the pig in the first place.
0: Yes. And so I think that works really well of, like, if the movie's about anything, it's about that moment.
1: Well, and the way the previous Tilda Swinton plays set of twins. And yes. They switch being CEOs kind of at the end. Yes. Um, because the first Lucy, the CEO that's we see predominantly through yeah, the who's, who's, who's movie. Who's
0: a very um, specific critique of the sort of neoliberal, happy-go-lucky green CEOs. Mm-hmm. Um, which this movie is not kind to.
1: Which are still all about the green in service of the prophet. Yeah. Um, that's what People didn't like it when their company made Napalm. Yeah. So now they're switching gears. They're
0: making something people like. Yes. So they can make more money.
1: Yes. Um. But she manipulates the whole situation between Mija and Okja for publicity. For positive yeah. Oh, yeah. publicity. Not because...
0: She cares. Um, she cares
1: that like Mija and Okja mm-hmm. want to be together. And this little girl, I mean, she's not... She's, gotta be like 14 I think on based math. on
0: the math of so the so movie not, she was 14, she yeah.
1: looks younger she does to me, but you know travels the world mm-hmm. to get to go find Okja uh and and um
0: she was yeah. 13 when the movie came out
1: but in the movie they said yeah
0: no I know okay but I'm I'm just saying that she yes she yes, looks younger she than looks 14 because she, she actually, actually was, was. <laughs>
1: But yeah, they, you know, that's a critique too, mm-hmm. that, that that they put on this huge public reuniting ceremony mm-hmm. not because they care, but because it looks item, good because it it could look good yeah uh, for the company, and so then that goes horribly wrong, and then Lucy gets replaced by her sister Nancy mm-hmm. to be the CEO, and Nancy is just more visibly ruthless. Yeah. As capitalists. Yes. They have the, the same it. goal. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Lucy would just like people to like her in addition. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, both played to perfection Bye.
1: Well see, Perfect I did soon. not feel good when the movie ended. I was No. S- sad. <laughs> Even though it has a happy ending, they do get reunited. And yeah. And when they took the little baby pig from the farm, <laughs> I was
0: just... That manipulative.
1: Like, I just was crying. Because the little parents were uh-huh. pushing the baby pig through the yeah. electric fence. And, yeah. like, they knew they were going off to die, and... And Okja takes the little baby pig in its mouth and hides it, yep. and just and they take it back to Korea. Yeah, and um, yeah, that uh, broke my little heart, <laughs> and it made me feel very sad at the end, even though they got reunited. Yeah, um, but you know, all those other super pigs at the farm were going to be slaughtered, and. There was some emotional attachment there. Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: Yeah, I think that was what the movie was trying to do. So it did it. <laughs> um, I want to just mention. Because we've kind of blown past it. The special effects in this movie were
1: amazing. Oh yeah. That was my comment about the filming. When they do at the beginning. In the first 20 minutes. When they're like traipsing through the woods. Yeah. All of the water work. Where Oakjaw oh, is going yeah. through the water, I'm like, how did they? Oh, how did they do this? So completely, good. There is no practical part to Oakjaw. Not is, that I can tell. Yeah, this is all CGI. Yeah, and she's traipsing through the water. She jumps in the water. Well,
0: the whole scene running through the mall.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All of that was just spectacular.
1: Yeah and things crashing mm-hmm. and and moving in she, response to Oakjaw. Yeah,
0: she slides into the the glass panel and like leaves a smear.
1: Mm-hmm. It's good stuff. How did they do that? I don't know. That that is magic. And you don't notice it. Like if you're not thinking about it, it just like
0: It's just yeah, there's a giant super pig there. It's and doing stuff.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I totally believe it.
0: Yeah, there's nothing to uh, nothing to miss.
1: Yeah, I don't know how. But yeah, I totally believe there was a pig there. and
0: It was good stuff. Yeah, I don't know how they did that either. But it was cool. It was real good.
1: Any other comments on your list? Of...
0: Uh, I was looking at the Wikipedia. I was going to actually look at my notes. Uh, poop jokes. I love poop jokes. Yeah. Just acknowledging that Bong Joon Ho. Well, another another jokes.
1: effect because that poop was like skipping over the <laughs> water like a rock, <laughs> like when you skip rocks. Yeah. So that was good. How they do that?
0: Yeah, and I came back later when they used they made Okja poop on a guy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm just down for poop jokes and fart jokes, and I'm glad that Bong Joon Ho gives me them. Yes. Uh, yeah, Mr. Music Vibes. Uh, one thing I noticed, and this is, this is, I think, what, um, is often true of these movies, these movies being the stuff written or directed by Bong Joon-ho, I never expect where they're going, and I appreciate that. I feel like so many movies give me what I expect. Even if I don't always love where it's going, uh, I am excited to find out.
1: Well, you probably, I mean... I had some expectation that they would end up together.
0: Yeah, but the but, journey from A to B was not what I
1: expected. Yes, yes.
0: Uh, yeah. The little moment, this is a little, like, costuming thing. But the dress Lucy wears at the Reunited thing mm-hmm. also matched what Micha was wearing.
1: Well, it was a play on a traditional Korean, Yeah, um, I forgot what they're called. I don't remember.
0: Yes. Was- yeah, I know, but that was that was a nice little moment mm-hmm. of, of understatement in all of that. Uh, oh, I do... This is one of those things that I was struggling with when I was watching the movie. And I don't... I don't know that the movie has a good argument about this one way or the other. But the argument... Over the course of it is the reason they had to hide that it was a super pig is because people don't like GMOs. Mm -hmm. And the movie never really questioned or dealt with that. Other than to say GMOs are bad, maybe. But I personally have a lot more, like, I think GMOs, for the most part, actually have benefited humanity. Yes. Um, and usually when we say GMOs, we mean, like, crossbred crops, like wheat that produces more, which leads to less hunger and things like that.
1: Well, there's a difference between a genetically modified, like, corn that's more insect-resistant and creating an entire new mammal species. Yes!
0: I agree with that. The movie does not acknowledge that yeah. nuance. Yeah. That's sort of what I'm saying, is... Like it just sort of goes GMO bad, and I.
1: Well, and that's very controversial. GMOs being bad or yeah. helpful for the world. Um, people associate a lot of health problems with GMOs. Um, there is there's certainly the problem with GMOs where companies own the patents on the seeds. Yeah, and the Charges. I'm there's with you there. A lot of. I I don't
0: love that part of the GMO um, stuff the profiting, so to speak, off of. Um, I
1: have learned from trying to grow vegetables. Growing food is hard.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Growing food food is is incredibly hard. hard.
0: And being able to make food that is easier to grow is generally better for us. (laughs) Yes. Um, But the movie does not... Want to engage with that?
1: No, it doesn't go down
0: that well. But but it, it which which sort of lets it leave with like GMO bad,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, which I feel was a disservice to GMOs. I don't want to be like defending yeah, it, GMOs. Yeah, it's just
1: so different to, to genetically modify a plant versus an inventing an entire new species of, of animal. Yeah,
0: it's, but there's the. I agree. But we also don't have situations in the world of people building brand new animals from scratch. Nope. At the most, we, we crossbreed animals to make them yield more and get less sick in the terrible conditions that we put them in.
1: Yeah, but you're, like, crossbreeding different, different kinds of cows or something. Yeah. You're not trying to create a hippo pig.
0: Yes, uh, I, I understand that, and, and I agree with you, but my that's that, I think, undercuts the point the movie is trying to say, is because nothing that it's depicting matches what actual GMOs look like, so it's a, it's a bit of a straw man argument mm-hmm. in both cases, I think.
1: Felicity, would you go a vegetarian? No. You like your chicken food a lot.
0: Yeah, well, the cats need...
1: Animal protein. protein.
0: Humans need animal protein in a lot of ways. Like that's that's one of those things that like I can be against a lot of the conditions that exist in factory farming, but still acknowledge like animals eat other animals, and And that includes humans. Yeah, have to. Yeah, you know there are certain things we were watching. This is super tangential. We were watching the. Fox that random fox video that showed up on YouTube where foxes were given oh,
1: eggs. Oh, fox
0: fox rescue. Yeah, fox rescue were given eggs, and someone was like, Is it okay for them to eat eggs? It's like, actually no, they need to eat raw food, like raw meat and eggs, because there are certain things that are only available in there that they have evolved to need. So
1: Yeah, Felicity, I don't know what you would do with a live chicken. Like, <laughs> I I don't know how you would feel about eating it alive. Yeah chicken or killing a fresh chicken
0: and yeah. eating it. She would want to try. I don't think she would succeed. Um, that was the last thing I wanted to say I had to say was the GMO stuff I felt was underbaked. And that was a little disappointing to me in an otherwise very interesting film. Um, because again, just because I've seen some of his more pointed work and like I can't think of anything that would be underbaked in Admittedly, the masterpiece that is Parasite. I mean, yeah. Parasite is a perfect film, and holding anything else up to that standard is doing those other movies a disservice. But <laughs> so it's not necessarily fair, but it is an interesting thought. Anything else you have? Any other thoughts you had?
1: No, I think that covers yeah. most of, of my thoughts. I do recommend it. I think it's oh, yeah. a good film, but it is not... As I said, your PG movie about a child and her <laughs> lovely pet Super farm animal. Yeah,
0: yeah, not that. Nope. Not for kids. Not for kids. Although the CEO also like drops an F bomb in the first five minutes, so you hopefully pick up on that soon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> cool you want to tell them about our patreon again
1: okay yeah you heard part of, about our patreon uh we have a patreon it's patreon.com slash five degrees it is on a per episode basis and you can put a monthly cap on it so if you just don't if we put out 40 episodes and you're like that's too many. too many let me put a cap of two on it you can do that um patreon you have two perks one we already talked about where you get a list of movies we didn't watch mm-hmm. the other perk is you get the super unedited unedited version yeah where we talk to our cat even more it's Bur- uh it's <laughs> 90 of our life is just talking to our cat it's it's a lot um and that just helps offset server costs and subscription costs and hosting and movies yeah platforms and we really appreciate it and it will always be available for free too Mm -hmm. so no pressures no
0: pressure feel if you feel like supporting us please do but if you don't that's cool too Mm
1: -hmm. we ain't mad and that's my patreon pitch you did it you pitched Um, it i got it all didn't i
0: everything i can think of all right rate us and review us on your favorite podcatcher tell your friends about us Go have an impossible burger.
1: Yeah, or a real burger. Or a
0: real burger. It's, we don't judge.
1: It's yeah. We get it. I ate a
0: real burger yesterday, and I'm gonna eat another one today.
1: We all have this. Just we're uncomfortable with it, <laughs> and yet we still do it. Not all of us. No. Like, obviously, some people have I've chosen have chosen not and to. Chosen. And
0: I respect that decision.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: The end. That's not her, that's not our sign off. What's our say? Good night, Amy. Good
1: night, Amy.